Hi, this is Ken Norris. Welcome to the Three Guys Rant General Gripes Podcast, Episode 5. Tonight we discuss the sovereign citizen movement and UFOs. Thanks for hanging out with us. Get ready to join myself, Chucky, K Solo, David Bauer, and we have a new guest joining us tonight, Johnny Ringo. Hope you enjoy. All right, hey everybody, how you guys doing this evening? What's up? Terrible. We got K Solo in the room. We got Chucky. Hey, we have David Bauer, and we have a new person joining us tonight. Then he goes by the name of Johnny Ringo. What's up, Johnny? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's good. Welcome, hey, glad to be on. Glad, glad to, to finally be on. Yeah, glad to have you here on the what started off as a three guys rant. Has <laughs> turned into a. Has turned into a just general rant or general gripe, if you will. So, but this anyway, to get real deep. Yeah. So, so tonight, the the topics are basically going to be the sovereign citizen movement, which I know a lot of you guys love, and then we were going to transition into UFOs. I want to be a sovereign citizen. <laughs> you want to be a sovereign fly, citizen, I, Chucky? I want to be yeah, a sovereign I citizen. Fly, I, want, I want to fly on a UFO. Eventually. I, that I want to do too. I want to fly the UFO. There you go. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump on board with you. There you go. So let me ask you guys a question. What do you guys know about the sovereign citizen movement? Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. It's bullshit. Well, it, <laughs> I. You know what? I don't. You know, I don't think I had to answer that question. <laughs> wow, it's bullshit. Hey, hey. Just listen. Just it's pay your dues. That, do the, like everybody else does. We're all. What happened? That's the whole uh, thing. Here we go. Rob is sharing his screen. Yeah, just pay your dues, man. Do like thing. everybody they, else they, does. They, You're not entitled, man. Friggin' yeah. okay. Johnny, just, go just, ahead. Just go ahead and get thing. your point across. Go ahead. Huh? Oh, no. I was that's that. Well, I, to be honest, I mean, I had heard about it, but we um, uh, we were talking about it earlier today, and let's just say I got enlightened. Um, and uh, I had learned a little bit more about it. Um, and we were watching some YouTube videos, some really crazy stuff. And uh, every every single time, these people they just they uh, the, the these people would just say, oh, I don't want to answer your question. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't I don't believe in laws, and uh, you know your your rules don't apply to me, basically. So I, yeah, I think it's crazy. I I think it's just a way for them to just just uh, you know save money. Johnny, oh, you're not yeah. alone. I just got schooled on it as well from Rob. I was like, I know about it. I've heard about it, but I never read into it. And I just got schooled as well. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I. And I'm 56 yeah. years old. And I, I don't even study this fucking thing up, but it's bullshit. It's crazy. Yeah. We're sovereign because uh, some agreement somewhere I never signed to. Therefore, I don't have to follow the laws of my country. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's how it works. Try doing that shit over in like Japan or, or China or something like that. You're well, conforming well, one way or the other. You cannot get oh, away with no shit like that over there. But <laughs> that's that's the about Japan, they're kind of strict, but I think they tolerate a little bit more. But yeah, you go like some Middle Eastern country or China uh, or North Korea. Yeah, they just chop they'll your disembowel head off. It. Yeah, they'll disembowel yeah. it in public. Your butt in the gulag. Yeah. yeah. 
but you know that's interesting, Casola, because it's actually spreading into other countries. Really? Yeah. Matter, yeah, so it's like England and Germany or something, and it's Australia too. A lot of British, thing. a lot of British-based countries, I guess you will, once British ruled. Even Canada, it's even spreading up in Canada. Yeah, that's common. That's just like yeah. part of the U.S. almost. Do you know how convenient it would be for me to not have to pay another ticket in my life? But if I just said, you know what, we'll go away. I'm not, I'm not, you're not giving yeah. me any ticket. I'm not going, you know what I mean? That That's great. Sign me up. Except just the one problem with that, the world doesn't work that way. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, yeah, you don't pay that ticket. See what happens. Oh, your boss called you and said your license has been suspended. Well, that's not oh, right. No, I'm no. a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that wouldn't, that wouldn't fly with, uh, with, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't fly with too many of us. Wouldn't fly with anybody, yeah. So, David, what do you think of the matter? You can go to school. David, what do you think of the matter? I don't know who these people are. I I want to, again, when you were talking about whatever it was last time, how many people are there in this movement? Because it doesn't seem like it would be very big. Uh, Let me see if I can find that answer for you. Enough to notice it, though. I was shocked. Last oh, time shot. I checked, I think it was like over 500,000 people so far. Because, For I the record, I bit my tongue at lunch, so I'm, I feel like I'm lisping. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, I put, it's, become, I put, uh, it's, it's, it's had to have become a worldwide movement at this point. It's a worldwide movement, yeah. I think. Wow. Yeah, did, what, who's, that, that, who's, that, uh, who's that football player uh, that we, we – he was like in court with them. like uh, uh, Yeah, I forgot like his testifying. name. But he played for the Green Bay Packers. I don't think he was a really well-known, famous football player. But I know he went by the initials. You ready for this? Are you ready for this? Oh, here you go. KGB. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Wasn't Putin was part of the KGB? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Putin what was I part do. of the KGB. I do remember that from that video we were watching earlier. Yeah, he went by the initials KGB. But yeah, I was surprised though. He because like it was just a uh, he he came out to support these these two criminals basically. They, these two kids went into a church I think with uh, what they had they had guns on them right and yeah. uh, you know cops took them out brought them to the you know they appeared before court and they were like yeah I don't uh, you know the, you know the judge asked them do you plead guilty or not you know do 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 and they and and they were like we don't understand what you're saying. We don't, we, I, I speak man language, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, I speak man language. Yeah, that's what man he told language. the judge. I don't he goes, know. I, 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 I like speak he said man in English. What the wait, fuck wait. does that mean? Did he say I, I speak, know, were his specific sounds, I speak man language? Yeah, he told the judge, yeah. I speak man to man. I don't know who you are. Well, he just said that, he just said that in English. He did. So he just lost his point. Yeah. And then <laughs> he kept There's asking. all types of language. Yeah. Then he kept asking the judge, um, so did you take an oath of office? <laughs> Why don't you answer my question? And the judge, oh, is, like, the judge wow. is like, you know what? I'm done with you. I'm just going to put in the plea for you. Well, how can you do that? Because I didn't put in a plea. You can't put in a plea for me. I don't abide by your laws. I think it's not guilty by default, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's not guilty by default. So they basically threw his ass yeah. out. Yeah. Then, then the next guy that came in, he, he immediately started to go off. Literally within 15 seconds, the judge is like, I'm done with you. Get out. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yeah. That's it. Enter your plea not guilty. Go back to jail. Like, Get yeah. out of here. 
Oh, my God. These people are crazy. I showed them a video earlier with some lady that was pulled over. And, oh, my God, she just went off on this cop. I don't got to show you shit. I'm traveling. I'm not driving, but she's in the driver's seat. Oh, yeah. It's a Karen. So it's like a Karen situation? Oh, she's worse than a Karen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is is Uh, probably a tear up from there. Who the fuck are you? How special are you that you can get and you can say, I am not doing that. But we get pulled over and we submit and and do the right fucking thing. Where where are these people at? Yeah, because we're not psychopaths. Now the best the best thing, yeah, the best. Or maybe we're just trained. Well, if you're a commercial driver, supposedly it doesn't apply. Yeah. No, if you're a commercial driver, you have to have a license. That is the only. That that is the rule. I don't know why they agree with that either, but okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're working for the. Where's your CDL at, kid? Exactly. <laughs> so what was so funny about this video with this lady is eventually they got her out of the car. And it turns out she actually had a suspended license. And she had a oh, warrant really? for her arrest for missing a oh, court true. hearing. Lock her up. Somebody's going to jail. Oh, right the fuck up. That's it. Yeah. And then she tells the cop, okay, I promise to go get a license tomorrow. He goes, what? Why? Why would you do that when you say you don't have to? <laughs> <laughs> because you're under pressure now and you, you're abiding by the law. The law's going to take your fucking ass in. So now you're going to beg and plead and, and, and fucking cry the blues. Oh, okay, well, I'll do the right thing now. If I have to. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, David, I know we, we discussed, you know, Bigfoot stuff a couple of weeks ago, and we're going we're gonna to follow up on that. And I'm actually going to try and get some of those quacks to call in so we can be polite to them. Yes. For five minutes. All right. Um, Can I call in? You'll be on the call, you dipshit. <laughs> no, no. I want to. I want to hang up and call in and be a, be a Bigfoot person. Oh, uh, you want to do that? Okay, yeah, we could do I, that. I, I I thought about doing that too. I saw him. He laid in my tent with me one night. And we chatted. He was cool. But the point <laughs> is, I'm also thinking about maybe getting some of these uh, crackpot sovereign citizens to call in. Ooh, that'd be fun. And just to, to uh, kind of get an idea where their head is at. What sovereign citizens or citizens do you know? How many? <laughs> I know David. Or... Yeah, David's sovereign. He doesn't believe. He doesn't have to follow any rules. I don't know about that. Dave? <laughs> Come on. As usual, Rob's full of shit. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> talking that? shit? Ken talking shit? Wait, Ken is what? <laughs> We got Kay Solo, who's not Ken. We I don't got, know. I've lost We track. got Ken, who's not Rob. Okay. Wait. Whatever. I know. It's, 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 a, it's, it's confusing. But the I, point uh, is, I just closed my name, but I'm sovereign. So. The, the point is this. Yeah, exactly. I, the point is this. I'm I have to do this. And I don't have to abide by your rules. Yeah, you do. <laughs> hey, hey, Johnny Ringle, let me find out you play the drums. Come on. You gotta be a drummer with the last name of that. Uh, Somebody just set off like an electric chair or something. What the hell was that? Yeah, what the hell was that? I heard it. I don't know. That was the that was someone's Bigfoot trap. A vibrator. Exactly. I don't know what the hell was happening there. No, but ah. the reason I brought that up is because you ever notice when we when we really start to get in these conversations, David's always fucking quiet, and then we got to yeah. drag his ass back in. I know. I'm still trying to figure out my audio issues because Skype's a piece of you know what. It's okay, say it. Yeah. This is shit. 
You sound fine. Uh, I understand. Yeah, he strong. sounds fine. Yeah, I he sounds fine. The mic's fine. You, you sound sexy and beautiful. What more do you want? My mic sounds nice. Check one. My mic sounds. Oh, sorry. Wrong song. Yeah. Wrong song. Yeah, David, you, you sound sexy and attractive. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. I'm sure the women are looking at you right and left. Because I sure as hell ain't. But yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on, man. Anyway. You share the screen. What are you getting at, dude? But yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm going to play a little clip here and just give you a little further info into this sovereign citizen nonsense. They look just like you and me, only they're exempt from the laws of the land, aren't required to pay taxes, and don't have to obey the will of courts, either law or food. At least that's what they believe. I'm private, so I'm not under any public law. Natural license? You're just operating under your own... Um, yep, law, law of morality, L-O-R-E. Sovereign citizen origin can be traced to an American group in the 1970s who promoted anti-government conspiracy theories. But the movement has exploded recently in the wake of pandemic response measures. Look, the tinfoil hat-wearing brigade are alive and well out there in our community and they're taking every opportunity to leverage the current situation to serve their own ridiculous notions uh, about so-called uh, sovereign citizens. The core of their belief is that anyone must first consent to laws in order to be governed by them. A sort of opt-in box for democratic rule. They often cite Magna Carta in their defence. Not Jay-Z and Beyonce's little-known fourth child, but the Charter of Rights agreed to by King John in the 13th century. Former magistrate David Halpine has heard hundreds of arguments from people who believe they don't have to obey laws they don't like and says none of them hold water. You don't need a driving license to travel with your automobile. You, you need a driving license if you make money for what you're doing, if it's for commerce. So is this movement just a handful of people with a misguided concept of freedom or something we should be concerned about? The former magistrate, David Halpern, joins us now. David, you've had hundreds of sovereign citizens before you in court. What do you think is at the heart of all this? So anyway, we don't need to listen to this part, but that Look, kind I of gives the, you an idea movement. of what's going on. Yeah, that and, guy kind of looks like Pete Townsend a little bit. Yeah, and, and that is actually a report from Australia, so it's like it's booming over there. No. Well, did you see the way the police beat people during COVID for going outside? That was because of full-on uh, tyranny going on over there, so I'm not surprised. Uh, uh, hey, hey, David, and who started that? Please tell me. Well, I know. Is, uh, Go ahead, David. Say the D word. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Greg, Chuck, if you can hear me, I had to mute you because of the dogs. So unmute yourself, please. Anyway. Yeah, so you like to blame. Isn't that the so funny? Hey, you like to blame the D word for everything. Who's the D? Anyway, didn't a lot of didn't the sovereign citizen didn't that come about like wasn't that like a wasn't that during COVID? No, no, the sovereign like citizen it, movement started a long time ago. That. It started a long time. Did it ago. really? Yeah, it did. <clears> but they're claiming that it grew traction during COVID. Is what they're claiming. Well, it did. Did okay, you see I the mean, way they beat their people in Australia for going outside in a park with like not even yeah, near anybody, and they're beating the hell out of them? Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. it was jacked crazy, up. Man. And you want to know why they beat the hell out of them? Because uh, all the Aussies gave up their guns. That's why they couldn't defend wow. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're going to become a police nation, I'm telling you. I've said it for years. Well, the, you know, it's one, one thing people don't realize, though, or don't think about is that I agree that England, Germany, Australia, they're similar to the U.S., but they don't have quite the protection that the U.S. does. They don't have it specifically written that they can have guns. So are they envious? That's, I mean, maybe a lot of envious people out there about us. And well, I don't know if they're envious of us or not. I think most Aussies like their country, but I just yeah. but it's just the way that, especially like England. England was founded so long ago that nobody knows when it was exactly founded. You know, it's one of those kind of things. People just were there and things happened. So they never really had, you know, a start date like the United States does to say that we began now. And these are the rules. But and when Australia started, they were a prison colony, so they really didn't have any rights. Well, when so, was all this? You know, I mean, you got to look back to when. When was this all like officially documented? Like, you know, I mean, is there records of like when this was all documented? When people started? You what, know, what's that? Just, just the whole thing, right the to, whole sovereign thing. Like, oh, I don't know about that. I was just saying the right to have guns and stuff. Though the U.S. obviously when they wrote the Constitution, but you know the. Uh, but in places like Australia, I don't know if they have a constitution or something similar. But like England, they've had the Magna Carta and then it's been updated and they've had different things that have been established. It's it's a different it's a different kind of country because it didn't have a start, you know? I mean it, I mean not that we know, not that we can identify. You know, it's it's like when did China start? Well, fuck nobody really knows. I mean it just, you know, humans evolved and eventually they were living in these places and you know, so yeah, the United the United States isn't as uh is not a, it's not as ancient as we know when we started. We know when we started. I mean, you know, there's a specific date reasonably recent in history, you know. It's like, you know, it's not we, we can say when it started because it's not that long ago. There were people, you know, left those messages for each other through the generations, so we know that. But um but a place like England, you know, they there's yeah, but but places like England, they're so old. Like you know, it's just you know. I thought Ken was. Probably, I, thought, you know. I thought Ken was asking See, when the sovereign movement started. I was. Yeah, he I don't was. Know where you guys are going off on? Of, yeah. But, but well, I no, that, I I asked the question, and then it, it. I asked that question, and then uh, Ken, you said it would. You know, it's been around a little uh, bit. You know, it's been around before, well, yeah. before yeah. COVID. And, I could tell anyway, you. I was yeah, just making yeah, the point then, that a lot of these got, places don't have it written. Huh? Well, that, okay. that's the, what, what, we're get, what I was getting at is it wasn't as protected as what the United States has. We have a document that says you have the right to have guns, keep and bear arms. Yeah. And that's the difference. A lot of places, even modern that's, places like England and Australia don't. The freaking Constitution has been fucking rewritten, dude. It's not the same. Oh, it's the British Constitution? Yeah. It, it's right. over. Yeah. No. thing's over. They fucking rewrote that thing. And, I mean... Yeah, I don't think they've rewritten it, but they've changed it, and and everyone's got to fucking conform, and you're going by the new fucking rule now. Yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah. So, they, they 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 were able to change it because it was like, well, remember too, England they use common law more than statute law, which is written law, right. because they go back so far. I mean, nobody ever started writing it down; they just kind of kept doing the same thing. <laughs> They okay, started so, in the United States. They said, "No, you got to write it down." Yeah. So the answer is question. It's actually it started in the early seventies, and there it actually go. yeah, it spread it. It spread Look. to Canada and other countries in the early two thousand. So way before COVID, by the way. Nah. Yeah. 
Man, so this has been going on, just been building and building all these fucking years. And yeah. Well, and I think the more the government takes from people and the more rights they take away, the more people are going to push back. And then they, they're looking around and they see this, they might be a little more apt to join it. So, so what do you think, Dave? Yeah, you think they have no it? legal standing. There's no, there's no standing behind what they're saying, though. It, it, nobody's ever accepted that as being true. Well, I don't know correct. exactly what they stand for. I mean, they're probably batshit crazy, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You, like, you, I, you, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's a little too far, taking a little too far, you know? So. Yeah. Well, well I have a free right to travel. Yeah, you can travel, but you also, there's a law that says if you use a motor vehicle, you got to have a license for it. I mean, it's like you can travel, you can walk all you want. Not on the freeway, yeah. but everywhere else. Right. But, you know, I, like. Yeah. I brought, up a, I brought up a point earlier to Ken, um, and I said, you know, if if we're if we want to be sovereign citizens, then what? Then and I'm gonna break into your house. I'm gonna loot all your crap. I'm gonna kill you and your your kids. And what? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. be I'm gonna be okay doing that because I don't adhere to your, you know what I mean? Like, if we follow the logic, like I don't want to live I don't want to well, live in a world world like that. It'd be it'd be a be a, uh, I, a no I, pray, I pray it's not that extreme. I pray that someone does not have that fucking mindset. Well, well, listen, think you went to it, my dude. fucking house. You're you're you, yeah. you 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 know count your fucking blessings if you make it out alive because yeah. you're not yeah going no for to. sure. Well, if, if you're going to be sovereign, you would have to look at what does a sovereign nation have to do. It has to take care of itself. It has to provide its own police, fire, you know, its hospitals. It has to provide its own. Uh, you know, kind of uh, like Indian tribal lands, roads, kind of. Yeah, they shouldn't be entitled to the same things that we are. Just build your own. Exactly, fucking you community. don't get any of that either. And, and stay yeah. in your yeah. own little fucking neighborhood, and just build your own little shopping fucking malls and your little centers in there. And maybe you know, if we deal with it, we don't <clears> fucking <throat> take you out of the equation, blow you the fuck out of here. Um, right. And you get away with it for all those fucking years, and I, I guess uh, you know, so be it. What are you gonna do? Yeah. But then you'd be a citizen of that country because if it's sovereign, it would be its own country. That's why the tribal lands are kind of always iffy on how far they go. They're not completely sovereign because the federal government goes in and still controls it. You know, so it's like, eh, they're sort of, they're kind of sovereign, but not exactly. Mexico's sovereign. They can do whatever they want, right? They could declare war in the United States. I mean, they wouldn't, but they could. You know, Indian tribes can't do that. (laughs) You know, so they're not, they're not really sovereign either. Well, Illinois they is like sovereign. Ask right? David; he knows all about it. Well, yeah, <laughs> Illinois is different. People in Illinois are not like regular Americans. They're, They're Illinois. No. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> You're an Illinoisan. Listen, Illinois. I hear there's a lot of Bigfoots out there. Oh, talking- I hear I hear there's a lot of Bigfoots out there with some nice legs on them too. Oh, you got don't even get into <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> No, seriously, dude. No joke. But going back, going back to that, to that week, just to touch on it real quickly, we were listening to a podcast, and the the guy who was talking about who actually witnessed and observed these Bigfoot people, actually stated one of them had great legs. I almost lost my shit. We were. I almost went off the road. Like a woman's leg. Yeah, that's what he what said. What do you mean and by great? He goes, yeah, I think one of them was a female Bigfoot, and man, did she have some great legs. 
That's the way he well, put it. No, he okay. yeah, he, he was explaining it, and he said he was women, like, a, she, had, she had amber hair, and it came down from the from from her, from the her neck down to her ass, and and I tell you what, she had a good pair of legs on her. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe they were left over Neanderthals or something. Each other were like, what the heck? Okay. <laughs> were Neanderthals dumber than us? Chucky, I think they yeah, were, weren't they? They saw a pink on the inside, I guess. Oh, wait. Can I say that? You say whatever what? you want. I'm going to get me some Bigfoot you-know-what. Y'all can keep your humans. Yeah. <laughs> you go for it. And, <laughs> I... I we're driving you know, in the that, truck. What, what I've seen a Bigfoot reminds me of a Neanderthal with long hair or something, but yeah. Well, no, that you know what they—that's what they describe a lot of times. The eyewitnesses, that's the their description is not far from that, from a yeah. from that yeah you know. Okay, look. But I don't think Neanderthals were as smart as us, so they, we could probably find them before they could find us. Okay. I would think. All right, look, we've already discussed the Bigfoot thing a couple of weeks ago. We're going to get back into it because. Uh, uh, David and I had a long discussion Bigfoot is about real, this. Damn it. David and I Robert had a, a yeah. David and I had a big discussion about it. We're going to actually invite people to call in that are Bigfoot believers, and we are going to be very professional with them. And we're going <laughs> to let them have their say for about five minutes before we rip their ass into one. Well, listen, we well, need to get yeah. your take That's on it, Rob. What's your belief on the Bigfoot? I believe it's a bunch of bullshit. I believe it's a bunch of bullshit. Hey, 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 hey. You don't it's know that. A bear or something. Yeah, wait a second. What's your take on the Big Bastard? Yeah, but you believe, in, you believe in Neanderthals, right? Okay. You believe in the let first me, man. I'm, I'm going to say one thing, and then we're going to get off the topic because we're kind of shooing away from the sovereign citizens here. Um. With all the technology we have now and how they could fucking pinpoint down to a needle with a camera from space and see shit and how there's no actual photographic evidence of these motherfuckers other than a, a grainy picture from the 70s. And when you talk to these so-called people that have witnessed them and they say, oh, I, I got my cameras out, I have my cameras ready, but all of a sudden the cameras quit working. Oh, well, every I, time. Every time. There's every no time, conveniently. They said, "Oh, just the one. The as soon as it popped out, it, of course it's. I had my camera off, my audio, my mic, my microphone was off every time. There's it's no like, proof. Oh, that's there, so convenient. There is you know? no proof. Yeah. Well, With the technology we have now, they would have they would have seen these son of a bitches. They don't I already exist. know where you stand on the UFO subject, then, if you don't. Yeah, you we're know. we're gonna be veering into that. Well, in a minute. What do you I think they're like, gonna pick them up and shit or what? Yeah. I wanted to kind of finish off the sovereign citizen thing here. Uh, but I think, Casey, yeah. I think you, I think you missed that night when we were discussing Bigfoot. No, um, I I got you, I got you. Man. Okay, but we're like I said, David and I discussed it. David and I discussed it, and we're gonna yep. we're gonna revisit that because I want to actually have some of these believers call in. We got to have our friend come on who, real quick, and then I'll, I won't bring it up again. But we can move on. <laughs> but we have to have our friend come on who, in, uh, invited invited me out. To, to actually go hunt the bastard. You remember that? I was telling Ooh. you about that. He said, I have the crossbows. I have the nets. He told me that. He was like, if we catch this guy, we're going to strike it rich and we could quit our, you know, we'll be able to quit our job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And definitely. he was going on. He went on about this for weeks. I'll tell that story another time, though. Yes, gee, that's Maybe we can have him on. But I'm also thinking, as far as the sovereign citizen movement goes, and after I state this, you guys can all tell me what you think. I'm thinking of revisiting this Big later on. And also maybe trying to get some of these quacks or these coons to call in 
just to get their uh, their perspective on it. So I'll open the floor to you guys and get your opinion on that. So what's the, what's the uh, synopsis? What do we all think about it? I think it's bullshit. You can no, form so I'm, I'm you... talking about having uh, revisiting it and having people call in and hear what they have to say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be if interesting. If you're going to have people call in, you've got to treat them with respect. For five minutes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, well, so you you can't take just do it like an interview, interview style. <laughs> yeah, you can have your own opinion. You can be respectful about it. You don't have to, like, straight out sun the guy, sun whoever comes on. You could just interview them, ask them some questions, tell them, you know, your opinion and yeah, be respectful I, about it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm just being a smart ass. But we're um, here with Marco, a dumb son of a bitch who believes in this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god! I know. I I would definitely be objective. Hey, we talked you. about the Loch Ness monster. Not yet, but that's coming up soon. Um, yes. Okay. You got to get me on for that we, one too. We're gonna have we got Loch Ness monster coming up. We're, we got uh, paranormal. <laughs> Okay. I got the brief on that one. Because I know you. a lot of you guys experience paranormal shit. <clears throat> so we'll be looking into that. And I, I even reached out to David. I told him to come up with some some topics. I know he's happy that he had a good day at work today. Uh, I don't know if he wants to discuss that real quickly before we move on to UFOs. So upset I met, missed Flat Earth. But anyway. Yeah, that was good. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about them again. Robert really wants to get some of them on this uh, little Yeah, I want to get some of them on too. <laughs> Yeah, those, those fucking quacks. Who's this? Hey, hey, they're just people with different opinions. Flat earthers. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not that, please. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, David. <laughs> He's fucking losing me with that. Hey, Solo is going to be the first one to talk to him. No, I'm not flat Earth. Come on, if that was the case, uh, the fucking water from the oceans would just run out into space. And, no, it won't because I don't know, I, there's seven eight turning. No, no, you're missing no, the point. Around the earth. There's an ice ring around. Yeah. The Earth that, that keeps the water from going out. Oh, <laughs> we think it's Antarctica, but it's actually a ring. Yeah. I wanna right. I wanna interview him and just ask him like twenty questions right in a row and say, "You got five minutes, go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so let's move on. We got the UFO topic coming up. Uh, Kesel, I'm gonna let you jump on on this one. You could start. Oh, no, don't don't get me started yeah. on that. You're yeah, get started it. on it. Your just, show. You yeah, get just, me. Just, get hey, me just started. get started on it and tell us what you think and what you've experienced. And we'll uh, all right, I'll make it quick and simple. You ready? Go ahead. Anal UFOs probe. are real and they exist. There you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll agree with that. Got him in New Mexico, vehicles, right? Other other worlds, we can't. We've, we'd be selfish if we thought we were the only existence in this whole fucking thing. Okay, There's why no do you way. believe anal probes are real? Other than the fact that we do know. Wait, we whoa, know whoa, this, whoa, 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 Hold whoa, on, hold on, hold on, Queso. Okay, like, anal probes. My point. Wait a second. You oh, said I anal. You there. said anal probes. Hang on. You no, you did. But go ahead. No, okay. I didn't. Anal <laughs> Okay, I hold on. But we do believe, and this is a fact. That there's, yeah. in fact, ch- fudge in Uranus. Thank you. There's a what? There is chocolate fudge <laughs> oh, in Uranus. There is fudge in Uranus. Well, thank God it's not like, you know, well, I, I won't go there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, you know what? No, all, all kidding aside. It better be chocolate like fudge and not bloody fudge. That's all I got to say. Well, well, I, yeah. All kidding aside. There's I'm a lot of fudge, fudge coming out of Uranus. 
Yeah, all exactly. Right, hey, Jackie, hold on. Jackie, hold on. Go ahead, Johnny. Huh? Oh, I said no. I said uh, I'd I'd love to try. I'd love to try the the fudge. <laughs> what is that weird feedback? Oh, the, what the uh, my my uh, boiler that just turned on? That's yeah, now. yeah. Thank yeah. you, boiler. <laughs> anyway, so um, actually, I I have something to say about the UFO that might uh, might be intriguing here. If you wanna, yeah, go ahead, knock yourself out. Want to hear it? So okay. So if you if you look into biblically accurate description of angels, I kid you not, they they are uh, you could draw a comparison to the people's eyewitnesses or, or the, the what we know about, you know, the flying saucer and everything like that. It's actually you, you read like a like a biblical description of of angels now now we're used to you know that the whole novel the wings and the the you know the little kid or you know the baby with the wings and all that but real you know act you know from what the Bible says about what angels look like man they they describe a flying saucer that's pretty wild to me so and there was this movie that came out recently a couple years ago uh, called nope I think who was it? Uh, Jordan Peele. I think he was the director of it. And the UFO was basically it wasn't a ship, like you know the the saucer. It wasn't a ship. It was actually a living organism, and it it, it was eating people off the farm. Pretty crazy. Um, now, of course, I don't know how true all that is. I mean, but it's just something to think about. I think I think this might this is going to sound crazy. But I think I do think aliens are real and they exist. But I, I think I think they may be fallen angels or Nephilim, right? I think of the Genesis, you know, in Genesis chapter six, it talks about giants and the Nephilim. How the angels they they saw that the women of men, uh, uh, you know, that that the women of men were fair and that they had sex with them. Basically, is what the Bible describes and gave rise to these these. Um, uh, the Nephilim, you know. So, that's my that's my hot take on on UFOs and aliens. <clears throat> okay, well, right, I just put, um, I, I, I had to mute my mic because the uh, yeah, you know, that, tremendous that sound. I think. Okay, but but okay, I understand where you're coming from with that, Johnny. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to Chucky. He bounced off. Hopefully, he comes back in. Um, but. When we're talking aliens, we're talking different planets. We're talking little green, little green suckers with big eyes coming down, kidnapping people. Yeah. I think their energies. I don't think they might come. They could probably come as any form they want. I think they're pretty much energies or you know other dimensions. Uh, I would never believe it if if I didn't see them for myself, dude. And I've seen UFOs. I've seen them. Yep, firsthand, and they were nothing from this fucking place. I've, <laughs> I'm 100 percent, a thousand percent. Are you sure it just wasn't a, a streak of light? Nope, 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 nope. Not at all. Not at all. What do you think? Yeah, Dave? I actually have a video up on my YouTube. I think you saw it, Rob. I might have. I'm not sure. I, I, I I've I... actually. They've, uh... Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. No. John, you got to fix your phone because your, yeah, your, your voice is starting to come fine. coming down. 
Am I there? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, sorry. No, the gray the gray man. That's pretty well cited. Like, or or well, uh, that's like a um, that and elves. I heard Joe Rogan and somebody else talking about elves, but that th- those types and then like the gray, oh, gray Martian. DMT, your DMT trips, the little elves and children. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, seeing elves and stuff like that. Now that that yeah, that's that's something else. But I mean, no, I, I I'm familiar with the gray Martians and everything like that. Who knows? Okay, well, well yeah, there's there's well, been a number of occasions that I've seen. And as a matter of fact, the biggest one for me was in and this document. You guys can look it up if you want. Um, when I lived back in Brewster, Brewster, New York, back in the '80s, probably like I, I want to say around '85, somewhere in there. Um, and it's been on all types of shows. Long story short, I was, I'm was i still a CB'er. I talk on a CB. Well, I haven't in a while, but I did back then a lot. I, I was testing out a handheld 40-channel CB I had, and my mother was sitting back at the house, and I was like, she was on my base station. I'm like, Mom, I'm like, I want to see how far this radio travels. Let me go take a walk up the street. So I'm going. Brand-new batteries in my handheld CB. And I'm walking along, and I'm like, you know, hello, mom, can you hear me? Blah, you know, the whole shit. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm looking at my battery meter on my CB, and I see the meter start going down. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I just just put these batteries in. It took like 10 AA batteries in this fucking handheld walkie-talkie, right? And I'm like, what the hell? All of a sudden, I got like this i felt like i was walking in a static field or something up the street i'm, I'm in the woods this house in my neighbor's house i'm walking right in the middle of the street just like a private country little road thing and blah 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 and i'm watching my meter go down i'm like what the hell all of a sudden i look up above the pine tree line right above my head and there's this fucking monolith and that's the only way i could describe it is a big black fucking rectangle um yeah rectangle shaped thing bigger than a fucking football field and it's coming across the sky blocks out the sky that i'm seeing the stars and all this they just fucking go away and this thing's just moving it's just going slow it's going like this it's like oh and i'm like oh oh batter the, the fucking cb just dies out until this thing actually fucking leaves <laughs> my plane of view and i see it moving across the sky and it's now it's going across 84 rob which you know yeah 684 it's going across the double highway lanes and this big suspended you know highway 684 going across underneath me and this thing's just moving and i'm like all of a sudden my freak again Actually, at this point, neighbors are coming out of the houses that i'm standing in the middle of the street and they're like what the hell is this and people i'm not the only one seeing this thing fucking other people are and once this thing goes out of my proximity all of a sudden my fucking power on my cb comes back on and now i'm back in contact my my mother's like what happened where did you go i'm like and i'm telling this fucking tremendous story on the cb and, and other people are out there listening people i'm talking to you know miles away and all this shit a buddy of mine, Madman, was his handle. His his name was uh, Alden. Um, he's like, once my power comes back on, this guy lives a couple of miles down the street from me. I'm like, dude, 
I'm like, you're not going to fucking believe this. You're not going to believe this. And I told him this fantastical fucking story. And he's like, dude, he's laughing. I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm telling you right now, this thing's coming right towards your fucking house. All of a sudden, he was outside working on his trike. He was working on a quad or whatever the fuck it was. And he had a CB hooked up to a car battery. And he was out there in his fucking garage, you know, talking. And all of a sudden, I fucking lose him. Five minutes, maybe eight, nine minutes, ten minutes later, fucking he gets back on the air and he is just freaking out. He's like, oh, my God, bro. He's like, I just saw it. He goes, I fucking believe you now. I believe you now. That made the fucking headlines. Yeah. That's all I could say. You can well, look it up. Um, you know, I'm not as hesitant to believe in aliens as I am. I couldn't and you can't Bigfoot that. or this other nonsense. Um, but with that being like said, that with that being said, it's nice to have Gregory back with us or Chucky. Um, but anyway, yeah, hey, uh, Johnny's got a Johnny's got to run. So you guys say good night yeah, to him. And, yeah, I gotta get going. So he's got to run. Nice story, man. Have a good, have a good one. No, it's okay. I, I, uh, I'd like to come back on and talk and and you know talk with you guys. Thanks for having me on. It was nice, you know, getting to talk with you guys. Hopefully, uh, I'll uh, I'll be on again sometime soon. You got it, brother. Nice meeting you, man. All right, Johnny. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. All right. So, well, as, as we get back to this conversation, actually, I forgot somebody brought it up a couple of weeks ago. Because we kind of delve into this for a second or two. I think when Chucky was talking about these green lights he's seen as he was flying an aircraft, and I think David might have mentioned something about. The Apollo astronauts, if any of them have any, ever experienced anything or any of them are alive, I found a little clip where Buzz Aldrin confirms it. There's something about that. Three, two, one, zero. 60 seconds. I saw this illumination that was moving with respect to the stars. We were smart enough to not say, uh, Houston, there's a light out there that's following us. So technically, it becomes an unidentified flying object. While uh, Neil and Buzz were on the lunar surface, Neil switched to the, the medical channel and spoke directly with the chief medical officer, saying, they're here, they're parked on the side of the crater, they're watching us. I spotted a lot of stuff that seemed to not belong on the moon. And it has very distinct features of a satellite dish. It's got the dish itself, the crater shape. It's got a long spike that appears to come out of the middle. All sorts of stuff that looks exactly like a satellite dish on Earth looks. There's an interesting picture on the moon that does appear to show something that could be a bridge, maybe a pipe, could be an inching worm. Wow. I have no doubt that extraterrestrials could very well have populated or made structures on the far side of the moon. The reaction of numerous space defense officials was a fear and astonishment. And it would make sense that governments and military agencies might well be quaking in their boots, wondering who's built these structures, where are they from, what do they want? There is one object that reminds people of it wasn't a us. cooling tower from a nuclear could have been a previous Any civilization, species though. that could travel could through the stars, enough to put a base on the moon wouldn't have to blink before they could take care of us. The other thing that is inside this lunar module looks like a woman. And this is the alien that they recovered from the ship. 
There was a study wow. done by the Brookings Institute in the early 1960s, so before NASA went to the moon, there was sort of this idea that if we were to have any kind of interaction with alien life form or intelligence, that maybe we shouldn't tell the public because the public might not be able to handle it. It panicked. As the 45th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon dawns, there are many mysteries about man's first lunar landing that remain unsolved. What did the astronauts actually encounter there? And what made NASA stop going back to the moon after Apollo 17? Is there evidence of an alien presence on the moon? And perhaps all around us? These startling photographs recently discovered in NASA's official archive were taken by the Apollo astronauts themselves. The gigantic, artificial-looking structures they document, which have never been shown on television before, seem to defy simple scientific explanation. Could this be a nuclear power plant of some kind? A massive satellite dish trained on Earth? Well, listen, we don't Even want to talk an alien about fortress? <laughs> we don't want to do what? Well, you know, it, it's We don't want to talk about how people, you know, they're saying that they think that the moon itself, with it all the juice. craters and all that, that those are all satellite dishes. Besides that, they said that when they landed on the moon, that they, they did something with their foot or they stomped on the moon or something and it rang like a bell. It was like a hollow sound, and it would just rang like a fucking bell or something. Look that up. How would you hear it? Um, I know you can't hear a sound in space, but I don't know. Apparently, it was so tremendous that maybe they they did. I Vibrate mean, through their suits. Um, yeah, it could have resonated through that, um, or the headsets that they were wearing with communications. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But you, to just look up the moon rang like a bell or something or something like that. You'll you'll see it. Yeah. Even though the, the, some of those astronauts talked about it, they're like, you know, and that was like underground, like you didn't really hear it. But someone came forward and said, yeah. And besides that, you, what about the strange music sounds they hear when they traveled around the dark side of the moon? And they said they heard some weird eerie music or something fucking strange like that. Look that That's up. Pink too. Floyd, isn't it? Yeah, it could yeah, be dark, dark side, side of the moon. Absolutely. <laughs> dark side of the moon. Maybe that's why Pink Floyd made that song. But no, that's a legit yeah. like documentation thing that came back from, you know, astronauts that said, Yeah, do you hear that? They're like, Yeah. And you can I think there's actually voice recordings of them talking to NASA. Well, were they hearing it on a radio frequency or were they hearing it like I'm not sure. I I'm kinda the story's kind of broken up with me. I mean, I've heard it, um, but you, you have to look it up, but they said something about when they went around the dark side of the moon that we can't see from Earth that they heard right. some weird fucking shit that was like, you know, off killed. So, and it said yeah. it sounded like eerie fucking music or something. So, uh, yeah. Well, weird. I mean, that, 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 that story stated that there was a reason why NASA stopped going into the moon. Because maybe they... Because they were scared. Uh, well, but... <laughs> NASA is going back to the moon with the Artis Artemis mission. So why would they well, go back? Because if they, see or, if they see or hear anything, they're not going to let the general public on the fucking Earth know. They're going to keep that shit under wraps like they've been doing since the fucking 40s and, you know, whatever. And they're going to keep it under wraps because, you know, they, they're keeping that shit to themselves, dude. You, you, you know, disclosure, I don't think, might not ever fucking come. 
Well, you, you know, know, recently, the, recently there was a um, there was a re, uh, news report came out probably within the last two weeks. Uh, I'm just going to read a little bit of it here. In June 2023, United States Air Force officer and former intelligence official David Grush claimed, based on classified information, he says was provided to him by colleagues that the U.S. federal government maintains a secretive mm-hmm. UFO or UAP retrieval program and is in possession of non-human spacecraft and dead pilots. That's been going around for a while. That's that. That's that's like kind of old news. But they're not going to give you the fucking proper info on do, it. Do, where, there's something else, another angle too, though. Do we do we absolutely know that historically nobody ever invented you know engines or rocket engines or anything like that? I mean, could they? Could the days of the Romans? Could that have happened without us knowing or something like that? It it probably has. It, and I mean, this shit might have been going on for fucking. You know, a, a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not likely. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that. It's not likely, but because we seem to know where they were in their technology, they didn't really have motorized, motorized things. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that somebody who's a scientist couldn't have created something, just not told anybody. And I don't know, what, you know. David. What is your take on it? Oh God. Well. <laughs> NASA's been lying since day one um, about everything. So never a straight answer about that stuff. I mean, they all those astronauts see all sorts of weird ass crap out the windows of the International Space Station, and then they yeah. always try to make an excuse. Oh, that was a that was a piece of tin foil off Johnny's lunch, and then you know, and it's like no space debris, the big one. Why would they keep that a secret, though? I mean, it's like, okay, there's something out there. I mean, what's it going to matter? I I don't know. Well, well, you keep it a secret because they tell you they'll kill you if you don't keep it a secret. And in black, they don't speak English. This is your door. <laughs> no, no. I mean, why would why would why would yeah? But I mean, why would the government want? Why would they be so afraid of us discovering that there's something possible life out there somewhere that did make contact. I mean, how it's, would it's, that really affect us? Because they, they want to hold technology to themselves and not let anybody If they think they're the only them. ones that know about it and like, the Russians don't know about it or the Chinese don't know about it, it could be a serious tactical advantage if they learn anything, so they don't want them to know about it. So it's more, it's not the, about the American citizens so much as it is the rest of the world. Yeah. Okay, but would the, I mean... If we landed on a planet and some group approached us first, would we say, oh, okay, we like them better? I, I mean, unless we saw the way the world worked and you believed in a certain group over another, maybe. But, I mean, it, are we, would we appear to be that moral compass? I mean, I, I, in theory, we're better than a lot of countries, but I don't know if it's really all they claim it is. But, you know. I mean, a lot of people say that everything that we're saying, like as far as UAPs or UFOs go, that a lot of it is man-made from us. We have nothing in our fucking arsenal that can <laughs> stop on a dime, especially well, have people in there do these fucking maneuvers. You you turn it to a fucking you know jello. I mean, well, let me ask I, you. I, the, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to ask this question, to everybody. Um, obviously, as you know, within the last 50, 60 years or so, I mean technology has skyrocketed i mean there's been advances in all kinds of things even the uh the uh, what is it those uh radar those you know those 
fighters and, and those radar, you know, undetectable ships that we have, whatever they call them, I can't even think about it right now. Uh, the uh, stealth fighter, yeah, the stealth fighter. A lot of people are claiming a lot of this technology that's advancing is all from alien technology that they're using. Is that possible? Absolutely. Well, that sure would have is. probably been started back in the late 1800s, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, think about I it. Mean, in the last hundred years we or so, technology from, has skyrocketed. Everything was animal, and then suddenly we invented the steam engine, which turned into the gasoline engine, which and then we had diesel engines, propane engines, and all the rest. But, yeah, what, I mean, what made the world shift? But that goes back to the 19th century, the 1800s. So, you know, because we, before that, we were, you know, from 1810 backwards, we didn't change much. No. There's been a I mean, massive... About 1840, 1850, we started coming up with these ideas, you know? It was like, oh, well, we can burn wood, boil water, and turn a turbine and get power. It could you be. Know? I mean, look at your cell phone, for instance. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, this could be fucking alien technology and this thing. This thing, you could do anything you want to on the fucking cell phone. Dude, this was... Yeah. A, it, I mean, this wasn't even around. Remember the flip phone? Come on. How do you come up with shit this fucking quick where, you know, you can just access anything at the drop of a fucking dime and ask your phone a question? Dude, we didn't have this fucking shit back then. This could be, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but it might well, have something maybe, to do maybe with it was started. Yeah, it's also possible it was started and then we learned how to advance our technology from alien sources. That's possible. And now yeah. we can do it because they showed us how. But yeah. yeah, but it may it may have something to do with that because it is weird. I've always thought it was strange how the world was just absolutely so primitive until about the mid eighteen hundreds, and then suddenly the ball started rolling. Yeah, like yeah, but even in the mid first, but even in the mid eighteen hundreds, they were still kind of primitive. I mean, they were still they other, were beginning. The, other, other than the, the train, you know, the steam train. I mean, it well, was still horseback. Boat. It was still horseback, and it was, it was still very well, was, well, yeah, but they had trains. I mean, yeah. they, they were learning about Now, they knew about flight all the way back to Galileo and probably before. They just didn't know how to employ it or make it work. But they knew about the theories of it. There's a lot of stuff that humans knew about. They just didn't know how to make it work. You know? That's so, where alien technology came in, man. I think we discovered something. Well, it did it happen very quick. It was just a snap. If you look at world history, from like I said, from 1800 back, Backwards, how much really changed? I mean, yeah, we had the agricultural revolution, and yeah. you know, we wanted to do things better and all that. But it really started. It really the switch went on. The ball began rolling probably 1840, 1850, whatever, with the steam engine and then all these other ideas. They did have some power from um, like wheels in uh, rivers and stuff where they could do run lays and certain certain primitive machines. But that was all about the same time, I think. This could be crazy but, to even ask this question, but and I have to ask it because this goes right into this thing we're talking about. Dude, what about, I mean, look at the pyramids. I mean, come on, we all, I mean, this yeah. is an old conversation. They were doing shit. How do you fucking precisionly, you know, precisely cut, laser cut, like, these fucking massive stones that weigh, uh, I don't know, what, hundreds of fucking tons. And some of those rocks weren't even, they're, they're from other continents. How the fuck do you get in those things over here without, like, advanced technology back in those times? Yeah. How is that yeah. possible? I mean, come on. I don't know. Nobody really knows. Yeah, you're right. It's a, Unless some of that shit just happened to be there. But still, there's a lot of questions about it. It's like, 
It really you is, know. man. I mean, you're talking about like what? I mean, what dynasty was that? I mean, how the pharaohs? Oh, the Egyptians, yeah, the Egyptians, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. I mean, we didn't have nothing even close. We didn't even have fucking. I don't. I mean, tools. What? They rolled these stones across these big fucking logs and rolled. Well, they them can move. They can move heavy shit by using logs. And Leverage the guys at the back just keep picking them up and putting them in front. You know, they, they that kind of technology they had. But um, that's not the that, most backbreaking work you've ever experienced in oh yeah, oh yeah, thousand lifetimes. Labor was cheap though. Labor was cheap in the early twentieth century. They fed so, you. That's you know, it. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I mean that that's not hard to believe. It's like get a thousand slaves, start throwing this shit up here, and do it. I mean, some of that to a point, but I don't know how many slaves would it take to lift those rocks. I, I don't know, those uh, boulders or stones, whatever you want to call it's, them. It's just, it's fucking mind-boggling, man. The yeah, Sphinx, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Sphinx, all that, the whole thing. It's like, I think there's something in those fucking things that we haven't seen or discovered yet. I, I don't know, man. It's something's crazy. Well, maybe. I mean, what, what was the point? Why did the why did they why did they build them in the first place? Was it to reach heaven, reach God, reach heaven or something? Well, that's what they're saying. Yeah, some some of them have, you know, where it's set just perfectly where it aligns with the stars and and the cosmos and all this and Okay. We, I mean, how how did we do that? We, you know, I mean, who's yeah. who's making these fucking maps and then doing all this shit where you know the well, there's some equipment thing. they had that we don't know about i mean they may have had hand run cranes that can lift shit i mean they they did understand leverage and things like that as far back as like well galileo and stuff but he's more modern than they were yeah but yeah i mean but humans did understand that leverage would do certain things and you could use pulleys and and rope i don't know when rope was invented i don't know is that does that go back to the egyptians i don't know but who knows? Um, yeah, but I mean, there was some stuff that they did that they did figure out. You know, there were people that understood math really well back then, and they could figure out that if you apply pressure in a certain way through a certain series of pulleys or and whatever were pulleys, maybe just big tree trunks or something. I don't know, but whatever. You know, there, there are ways to do certain impressive things without you know a diesel engine or an electric motor pulling it up, but. It's very yeah, intriguing. Yeah. It's very intriguing to think about yeah. it because they were doing this shit back then. I mean, we weren't even. But, and yeah, we we've had a few things around here that are hard to explain. Yeah. But but I mean, but the switch from primitive world to modern world, what flipped that? I mean, exactly. That's always been mind-boggling to me. It's like, why did it why did it take that long to figure out how to cram something explosive into a tube, light it on fire, and push that that tube down? I I, I don't know. You know, it's like. I mean, you know, and if you or I went back in time to like the 1700s, could you could you could you relay enough of that information to a scientist back then to maybe make an engine earlier? I don't know. I mean, oh, no, David, what is your take on it? On what? <laughs> <laughs> Who me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Yeah. <coughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. All right, David, go back to sleep. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chucky. (laughs) And David, we'd like you to read Chapter 7. Which book? (laughs) All right, yeah. Oh, my God. They were uh, talking, David, they're talking about the pyramids and how technology's advanced so much from the 1800s and how these have just skyrocketed. Yeah, I was listening. He's still trying to figure out the sound. Why the switch mid-19th century? What what happened? 
The, the pyramids were not built by the Egyptians. The Egyptians stumbled upon them. They were built by previous civilizations because there have been Perhaps. numerous civilizations, advanced civilizations on this planet that destroyed themselves. And we're just going to be another one, and then another one will come. Well, along. we're more advanced, though. They, they, they've, everything they've, they've said, we're more advanced than any other one. They never got to motorization and electrification you don't know and all that. that. Well, they would see evidence of old wires and shit. It was only like the age of the Egyptians. They would still see that. They would see power. I mean, they would well, know they had. Well, that could be before the Egyptians. I mean, they had if they had cars and stuff. But. Well, they'd have evidence of roads. They'd have evidence of rubber being formed. There'd be some evidence left over. I don't think that could happen without. I mean, they could be advanced like Romans were advanced, <clears throat> but not to what we are today. But. You know, but they had some good ideas and some, you know, if they and had the Romans ideals, not just the Romans, they could have had their ass kicked. That doesn't matter. But if their ideals had carried on, how much more advanced would we be today rather than just saying, fuck them, they're dead and move on and go back to shitting in a bucket and uh, riding horses, you know, <laughs> bringing your water in. I mean, well, a know, lot of I, our technology started out very primitive. I mean, IBM's first computer was a whole city block. In the fifties, but that's you very imagine? advanced. That's very advanced. What they had a hundred years before, though. I mean, yeah, you got to think imagine? about the speed that happened. Yeah, it, now you know, you compare that to eighteen fifty or seventeen fifty. They had nothing even like that. We go but, from that, like what he's saying, that big, like a, a fucking size of a building, like a computer, fucking brain. Now you can walk around with a little freaking, uh, you know, a little thumb Double. drive in your pocket. Yeah, but it's it's called the, organized education, and people started to go to colleges and become smarter over time, and they learn more. Well, that's true, but I mean, but why did it take the Earth or, or the civil, not the Earth, but the people on the Earth, so long to get out of riding horses and doing everything by hand? Well, like, you know what? Mid eighteen hundreds, suddenly the switch went off. Okay. Probably because we got drip, we got drip fed the information over friggin' time, like we're getting drip fed information today. Back in the eighteen hundreds, they're trying to stay alive. They're hunting through their own food. They are, and, but what changed? I mean, why did it switch? What changed is as society advanced, people had more spare time, and then they could educate themselves. And they start getting smarter, and then okay, think, they start think, learning what, stuff. What's, what's then, one of the what's one of the greatest inventions that happened first? Probably the steam engine, and that came about like 1840, I think. I, I would have thought like the uh, the age of flight, like going up into the sky. Well, they never they didn't have power flight. They didn't have power yet. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The, the the engine is what made flight what we know it as today. They, they, the idea of gliding down from a mountain, yeah, they've been able to do that, but that that doesn't really serve a lot of purpose but do you think people like back in time like way back in like the even neanderthal days do i dare say i mean you don't think they were looking up at the sky going i wonder what's up there you know can, i don't know if neanderthals were that smart were they i mean i don't no. know how smart the neanderthals were but um were they as smart as modern man i don't know okay but david They're the question was smart. i work with a bunch of them okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but david we all do we all do david yeah. the question was do you believe, or is it possible that these advancements that happened so quickly are possibly from alien technology? Yes, there was a Voyager episode of Star Trek. But 
it definitely is possible, but also humans are very smart and they be get they get smarter over time. And every once in a while you get some that are extraordinarily smart, like Albert yeah. Einstein. I mean, yeah, we're waiting for like us. where is the next Albert Einstein to disprove a ton of his theories because it can be done. So right. where is that person? Well his theories are I think are disprovable in certain situations where you're adding more to it or something. That's his basic theories weren't necessarily wrong, but the limitations were based on certain things that were known at the time or something. Well, now they've discovered there's other, perhaps other spheres of the universe and different angles of time or some other stuff that he didn't know about. Then you change. Numbers, fucking proper disclosure because it exists. There's there's something going on. Yeah, like I said, even since I was a kid, I've always kind of had that question. It's like, okay, I get it. Human beings, some people are intelligent. I've heard that theory too. Like, well, they were just trying to survive. Well, yeah, but they were trying to survive in the 1800s too. Nothing had really changed. Yeah. But suddenly now, you know, somebody figured out. I don't know if they did it in a lab. It was guys in a at a company, you know, or just guys in the in their barns, I guess they have garages, yeah, but whatever they had, and, you know, put together something, well, if we boil this water and we send it down this tube, I don't know what they used for a tube back then, but whatever, and we could force pressure into a piston, and we could make it so it switches back and forth, and it starts rotating, and we got energy off of the boiling water, which comes from the fire. I, I, you know, why, why do they suddenly, in, in how long has man been on the earth as modern man, 10,000 years, 50,000 years, whatever it is, I don't think they know. But whatever that number is, it took them that long to start doing shit like that? I, that's always kind of puzzled me. It's like, and all of it's yeah. literally within a little over 100 years. Just major yeah. advances. Right. That's shocking. Yeah, we had the mechanical advances first, really. I mean, you know, the car, airplanes, all the engine. You know, the power was there for cars, airplanes, trains. Yeah. The boats. wheel. <laughs> the invention well, the wheel of the was fucking wheel. A long time ago, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> You know, which was useful, but, you know, but it's not as impressive as the engine that propels it now, you know? So yeah, exactly. it's like, what made, why, why the switch all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I, because up until, like I said, up, you know, from 1800 backwards, how much changed? I mean, yeah, they had the agricultural revolution when we started learning to plant our own stuff. That was around the 1700s. I think we got the idea to start really farming or something. And then, um, before that, you know, they probably learned how to, you know, irrigate. Well, that came with farming. I, I don't mean, there's, there's little steps well, along the way. Uh, if I remember, because when I watched America, the history of us on History Channel, um, I don't know if anybody yeah. else has. But I, I remember you. when the first settlers came over and to establish the early colonies. Um, the Indians that were here or the, the natives actually showed them how to farm and plant things. I think Europe knew how to do it, though, too, at that time. I think it was a worldwide thing. The Indians had their own way. The Indians were, were nomads, I thought. They were chasing buffalo and stuff. Wasn't that their thing? Yeah, but they were also Under, planting and Yeah. 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 Didn't, didn't they cross, like, continents before the ice plates or whatever fucking That's shit? way back, yeah, way way back where they think they descended yeah. somewhere out of Asia or something, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, and, and those are little slow steps of just changes, but not really technological advances. But I know they do talk about the agricultural revolution in the 1700s. I wasn't under the impression that started in the United States. I thought that started more in Europe, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know where it started. But 
you know, but they kind of got the idea to do that somewhere. It could have been the Indians. It could have been somebody in Europe. I, I don't know. But, um, but they had these ideas. Although, where'd the Romans get their food? Did they all go out and hunt it, or did they have farms? I, I don't know. Yeah. Probably so cultivated, they they, you know, their own food and, you know. Right, did they, they do that? Well, um, if they were smart enough, you would hope. Yeah, because they had a lot of other good ideas, so they may have. You know, I mean, they used I mean, to divert gonna... water and stuff to, to right. water their crops and stuff like that. They dug, you know, the little trenches where the water would flow. True, yeah, because they, the they knew how they knew how to how to move water. They knew how to, you know, yeah, yeah, the, the, the science and you know sending water where you want it. And they didn't have pumps or anything, so it was all gravity okay. for them. That's right. But yeah, so you know, but uh, yeah, just I don't know. Like I said, I think the biggest mystery to me in the world is why the switch in the mid nineteenth century. What 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 turned that on? I, I don't know. We always say the 20th century was the technological changeover, but it, it actually started before that. It's well, just that's why that's they're saying. Rolling. Yeah. yeah, that's why they're saying even back in the day. At Acellus Academy, school begins on your clock. Acellus allows you. Yeah. That's a yeah, weird. I mean, it's, there is the one thing that did end in the mid-1800s, though, don't forget. Slavery did come to an end, and that may have been an incentive to start working on things that were uh, more automated. You no longer had slaves to go out and tend to your fields. So, you know, it probably it took a lot of time, a, long, a lot of years before John Deere was making tractors to go out and do that shit. But they may have had something in between, you know. But, uh, yeah, so. Very you know, thought provoking, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah. but what it comes down to is are UFOs real? Are aliens real? We, we have no way to know that because it, it, no matter how far you search, you could always search farther. Yeah, without and, substantial and proof, like I want to act like, you know, the, the proverbial, and I don't want to, you know, um, when a UFO lands on the front lawn of the White House, yeah, then we'll know. They probably but, would never do that because think about us. If we were to go, I mean, you know, except for Star Trek, they were different. They'd land in downtown wherever. But <laughs> real astronauts, if they saw cities down there, would they really want to land in the cities if they never talked to these people? Right. Might not be. You might want to land somewhere up in the hills and make your way down, check it out, see what's going on, see what you know with our technology, see what you can observe from space, kind of learn a few things, you know, yeah. maybe send down some form of communication. But they're not going to speak English or German or Russian. They're going to speak whatever their language is. Do they even communicate the way we do? You know. So, you know, until we see them and, you know, if they look like us, then they probably develop vocal cords and, you know, have a language, but we wouldn't know it. We were never exposed to it. So, any you know, comment, like David? That. Any comment, David? No, I'm good. I'm just listening at this point. Yeah. I, always have to, I, yeah, I always have to find a way to bring him back in. Yeah. Yeah, no, but to me, that's just always kind of been a fascinating point in history. It's like, was it the end of slavery that promoted it? To a point, probably. But could be part. What's that? Could, could be, be part. part. Yeah, yeah. It certainly would be an incentive when you no longer got slaves to go take care of your land. Then you yeah. got to figure it out after that. Yeah. Come up, come up with an idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit, well, people aren't going to go out there and. Hole, and hoe our lands in, in the hot sun for nothing anymore. Shit, we either got to pay them or find a machine to do it. Well, I could tell you one thing: yeah. if we ever come across an alien, we can always ask them to verify whether the Earth is flat or round. 
Yeah, yeah, I got a feeling that we can figure that out from going on the ocean and looking at the boats ahead and only seeing their sails. But, hey, yeah. you know. Yep. Like, yeah, when you first good see, luck with see that the mast. Why do you see the mast first? Because the rest of the boat's below the horizon. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so anyway, so that was kind of interesting. Um, I guess what do you think, Robert? What do you I, think? Why do you think that? Why do you think the change happened in the 19th century? I, I don't know. I, I just think it's strange how, within a hundred plus years, technology has advanced so quickly. You know, yeah. like like Casello was like Casello said back in the mid 90s, we had these. You know, back in the 80s, we had these big ass brick phones. If you were lucky enough to have one or could afford one, right. great. Right. You know, even in right. the late 70s, they had car phones. Right. Okay? Right. And then in the 90s, we all got these little flip phones. You know, or even not even flip phones, but, you know, you were paying like 30 cents a fucking minute. Literally within 15 years, they've exploded into these fucking smartphones that could basically control your life. Well, if you want to think about gaming, I mean, let's talk about games real quick. I mean, look at where we went from like, you know, two lines on a screen with a fucking dot. And then you go to not like playing like real life fucking things and you're playing with people across the fucking world. Yeah, I mean... I understand yeah, it takes smart people to figure it out. You know, David's right on that on that aspect. There was very smart people out there, but at the yeah. same token, I think they're they're dissecting and looking at technology that came here from maybe somewhere else, and they're learning how they to use have. it. But why I'm does thinking, Samsung yeah. have it? Or why does Intel have it? Why why do certain companies? Because they're nothing special. They're just people who started a company. Why would they get it, not the government? Or is the government giving it to them? Is that your thinking? I don't know. Or, I don't know. It's and who possible. Would, who I don't would know. they choose to, to give it? I mean, why does Because Intel is like a big process, a big company that makes processors, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. runs all the computers. Every, every well, computer runs Intel, pretty much. Right. Except right. for Apple. So there's AMD, too, and there's a couple others. But, AMD, yeah. But, yeah. But the thing is, how did they get it? I mean, you know, I mean, we're still just the same people walking on a ball of dirt floating around in space, but now suddenly we have all these things that people just figured out how to do. It's like, how that happen? What's I don't know, but like, but like I said, David's right. There are, there are smart people out there that could probably put all this shit yeah. together. Um, but but I'm thinking smart they, people all throughout history, too. Don't forget but, that. But I'm thinking they had help. I'm thinking they had things to research, they had things to look at, and kind of dissect to go, well, this is what we could do with this. Could be. Could be. Because it would it, kind of make sense, especially the, the rapidness that we experienced it. Yeah, I mean, cause, I mean, it seems like every 10 years, technology is jumping 100-fold. But, but do you think aliens caused us to create the steam engine and the gasoline engine? Or do you I, think that was man? It's, it's very possible. I don't know. It could be man, but you never know. That's the thing, the thing you thing don't about know. That. You don't know. But I know, but here's the thing about that theory, though. Now, think about this, though. Okay, when they started that, like, you know, 1840, 1850, whatever the hell it was, um, where did, um, who was who was getting this information? Who was talking to the aliens? You think it was just people that were in cities or in farms or whatever ended up encountering them and they learned this stuff? And then they went back and started saying, hey, they're right. We can make an engine out of steam or we can, you know, use gasoline and run it this way or, you know, well, they have, at first they were using kerosene, they, you know, but... But, you know, they got these ideas somewhere, but there was no NASA back then. There was no, the U.S. government wasn't like it is today. So did these guys just happen to contact aliens by accident? They're out I, I don't on know. their 
And it's like, how is this information? Guy? How is this information even being leaked out to people around the friggin' world anyway? I mean, what did you have as far right. as you know, like word of mouth? I mean, how's you know, a, a right. mail? I mean, well, true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody may have written in books and stuff and and that information, but we'd see those books. But at least you think we would. But yeah, yeah, because they didn't have any technology to communicate yet. So yeah, everything had to either go by by letter or word of mouth or something. But yeah, it's like so. Some you know, I'm just picturing some farmer out there just like pushing his his uh, donkey and mowing his lawn, and suddenly this tin can lands in his yard and this guy named Gork who's green comes out and says greetings. Let me help you build. I can help you build something better than that. You want to know how? I think, you know John what? Says, I think, sure. I think, I think Alpha's real. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha's a stuffed character that talked, but yeah, yeah but okay. he, he's real. He ate cats. Okay. He tried to anyway. Anyway, um, before yeah, my, we wrap yeah, this my up, sock, I my, got, sock, my sock puppet's real too. Yeah, before yeah, exactly. we wrap this up, I got another clip I want to play. Maybe after this clip, David can give us his insight on it. This was a report on Fox News. Start tonight with okay. something. I, I couldn't believe this story when it broke late today. Uh, yeah, Truly well. out of this world. It's hard to think of anything that, frankly, is more significant than this tonight. According to what is now an explosive expose in the publication The Debrief, a former Intel official turned whistleblower has given Congress and the Intel community, Inspector General, extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possess retrieved and intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Now, this whistleblower is not, not some kook. His name is David yeah, Charles Grush, and he's intriguing. a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan, as well as a veteran <laughs> of the National Geospatial Intel Agency and the National Reconnaissance Office. Now, it was in that office where he served as the representative to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. Here he is in his own words. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will. Uh, it's probably not the right parlance, but uh, no kidding, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. Are they electric vehicles? No. But like other whistleblowers we've heard from of late, the government bureaucracy will undoubtedly try to discredit Mr. Grush's account. But anticipating the fallout, he's warning that such ongoing government denial of this 80-year arms race, what he calls it, would be extremely dangerous for mankind, inhibiting our ability to be prepared for an unexpected non-human intelligence contact scenario. I'm ready, let's go. Joining us now is Ryan Graves, a former FA-18 Super Hornet pilot for the Navy who says he came across these types of aircraft. Ryan, I I mean, I I, I was stopped today at everything I was doing when this came out late today. But do you agree this is, at this point, about safety and our own national security at this point? Oh, absolutely. It's never stopped being about our national security. Uh, What David has been able to do and the courage that he's been able to demonstrate coming forward, I think, are exactly what Congress was hoping for when they've enacted laws uh, in the last National Defense Authorization Act in order to enable just this. Now, what you saw when you were on the F-18, when you were uh, piloting the F-18, 
describe for us specifically? Certainly. Uh, we were flying out off the coast of Virginia Beach on a daily basis, uh, and we started noticing on our radar, on our camera systems, and eventually our eyeballs, what appeared to be dark gray or black cubes inside of clear translucent spheres. Uh, these objects were typically uh, anywhere between 250 and 350 knots and performing uh, meandering maneuvers or uh, even straight maneuvers uh, upwards of supersonic. This actually lines up quite well with what uh, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick of the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office initially or has recently uh, communicated as being the most prevalent type of object that he's been seeing through his research, spherical objects that travel anywhere from zero to two Mach. Now, Ryan, the government has has slowly had to reveal that these are indeed unidentified objects that they cannot you know, they, they can't say what they are, but they're not regular. But their justification, essentially, for not being forthright about this initially was national security, correct? Certainly. N not from the angle of we're going to hide what's on our camera systems, but the fact that our cameras could perhaps see certain things or our radars could detect certain objects at certain ranges. That's typically the reason that's been explained why these, these videos and these images have been classified to the level they have been. I Ryan, think it I remains play... to be seen. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I want to play a little bit more from this whistleblower then I'll let you finish your thought there. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. Ryan, again, uh... It, this is the kind of stuff people would just be waved off as a complete insane asylum person for even speculating about just, you know, recently, a few years ago. But now it's like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of these. What is the average American supposed to think about the government's credibility on this issue, given now what we're discovering, albeit, you know, belatedly? Well, I think the I think the average person right now just needs to to sit and wait a little bit and see this process play out. Uh, David has provided uh, a, a number of documents and pieces of evidence, to my knowledge, uh, that Congress can then validate, uh, and then they'll be in a position then to communicate that information to the American people. I, I truly believe that transparency is the only way this conversation is going to be resolved. And this is a great step forward in that direction. All right, so there you go. So what did you guys think of that? I mean, do you believe in it now? This is all legit shit. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that video a uh, handful of times. Um, yeah, you know what? This is a credible person coming forward that's been in the military, you know, all these things. He's decorated. He's not going to make some shit like this up. He's a fucking whistleblower. What do you think, David? You still have, David? Yeah, I think we got to wake him up. Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy doing other stuff. Um, so, the government's been covering stuff. No. Well, yeah. I don't think Robert's way off here, though. I, we, I, I think something affected the Earth and may, or affected the people on Earth and made shit take off. So, you know. Yeah. Me too. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like. I don't know, because it took us an awful long time to start doing shit. It just happened a little bit before all of us were born. I do think it's odd how all of a sudden all this UFO stuff is coming out, and I I can't help but think the government might is be trying harder to, to hide it now, though. The population 
because they're trying to do the look at our left hand while our right hand's doing something else. So I don't know. I, I don't well, know. look, you, you have everybody walking around with cell phones, active cameras on them, and gray cameras, high depth, and people are seeing shit, and now they're 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 capturing it and they're posting yeah. it. Dude, I have everybody got cameras on their houses too, and they've got cameras in their cars, and they got cameras yeah. in airplanes. So everything, yeah, shit that people used to just blow off, they not like not easy to blow it off anymore. When the guy's going, I got video footage right here. Hey Rob, and listen, yeah. how act? I mean, how easy would it be for you to go on my YouTube channel and look at one of the videos I posted? It's like probably like the first video I did um, when I was getting home from work. I parked my car over at the VFW, and it's it's a DJK solo, all lowercase. All right, I'll, you guys talk while I look it up. Just type in DJ Casola. Yep. And then now click that. No, no, no. Um, go up. Go up. No, scroll up. No, no, go down. Go down. You you, you just had it right there. UFO capture. Yeah, and you'll uh, see the uh, yeah. date that I posted that. 2-27-2023. And I did this with my fucking cell phone. All right, let's, now, let's take a look at it. Oh, yeah, there it is right there. Listen. I took this. I don't know what the hell that is, but it's not. It seem don't seem it's to be It's hard to identify its shape. Looks like it's just long and skinny, <clears throat> kind of, isn't it? Or it's, oh no, my it's camera's kind of all over the place. I didn't have a tripod, obviously. What so is just that? Just try to take it for what it is. We're looking at the two lines, kind of on the right side, right of the line, and then there's kind of a little blob there. Yep. Yeah. No FAA lights, mind you. I think I'm capturing a yeah. UFO here. Who's talking? Is that you? That's me, yep. Yeah. It looks like it's just hovering. Yeah, then it starts to say, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying that that's kind of hard to identify, but okay. This is yeah. crazy. I don't know what the hell this is. It's moving a little bit now. What we got here? I saw this as I was pulling into my spot. I had to stop before I even parked my car in my spot to get out and video this fucking thing. Very strange. What on earth is this? What or the hell earth. is this? Yeah. <clears throat> what in the universe is this, baby? Yeah. Does it actually move away or what? No, uh, yeah, you, you'll see. Watch. And I wanted to go oh into, if you zoom in, you'll see, you can see, like, there's, like, some sparkles or something around it if you really zoom in. But watch, it starts, it, it starts, like, um, you know, it starts um, leaving. Well, this not really, but you can see it changes shape and form. It's just fucking weird. I couldn't believe I got it. I was fucking exuberant, dude. Are you sure it's not just a bug on the on the lens? Dude, of the no, 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 no. I saw it with my own eyes before I even pulled out the camera. I'm looking at this thing in the sky, and then I go grab my camera. I'm like, fuck, I gotta get this. No, it was up there in the air, dude. <laughs> Trust me. It was fucking bizarro. Yeah. So there you go. What do you think of that one? Well, here's the, 
Yeah, here's the thing about that video, okay? And you can't see it, you can't appreciate the whole thing, but I have it on my phone. So when you zoom in on it, there's <laughs> one point, like the last maybe 25, 30 seconds, or something somewhere in there of the video, and even my sister Donna pointed it out. She goes, Kenny, she goes, you're not going to fucking believe this. So she pointed it out to me. I didn't even notice it. You see a little laser beam or something, or light or something come out from underneath it, and like, and, and you see that, but you have to really fucking zoom in on it. But then other than that, there's like these little sparkly things like around it from time to time that you can see. And you see like these little sprinkly, like fucking weird, like little things. It's it was really bizarre, man. It's hard to say for sure, because, you know, it's like without getting a real good visual. I know. It could be is. anything. And, and that doesn't mean they don't exist. I, I'm not anti-alien. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying, you know, certain things, it's like, I don't know if you can prove anything with that, but, yeah. yeah. Listen, we, maybe. I, we, yeah, we, the we, only thing is, I don't know what that thing was. I'm, I, I I took the video, and I'm just sharing it with you guys. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what the fuck that thing was. It could have been right. anything, but it definitely wasn't a drone. It was nothing like that because, I mean, it, if you really look at it, you zoom in. The thing like kind of morphs a couple of times and it just gets fucking weird. Oh yeah, we definitely got to get ice involved in this. Ah well, dude, I've already said. I mean, I was told submit that video to friggin' uh, Mufon, but no, if you do that, then they they own the rights to it, and I'm not doing that. No, no, oh, yeah. So all right, well, that it's been an interesting conversation on this with the sovereign citizen movement and of course the UFOs. I know, Chuck, you've, you've experienced one at one time. Obviously, Casello has. David, I don't know if you have. I've never seen one. Uh, but well, I guess we'll just kind of leave it at that. Anything you guys want to close with? Um, no, it's been a fun it's been a fun cast, as usual. And uh, it's always good talking with you guys, man. It's been fun. David? Have a great night. All right. Y'all, too. And Chucky. Hope everybody does a does, has a good night and does the right thing and uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. The we, wimps are all going off to bed now. Yeah, this <laughs> has been episode five of General Gripes. Awesome. All right, we'll catch you next right. week. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We hope you definitely enjoyed the conversation. Uh, we look, definitely look forward to having you back. This is Ken Norris saying thank you so much for your time on behalf of everyone else. And don't forget, you can catch us on Amazon Music, Audible, Livecastia.com, and Spotify. Tell your friends about us. Let, let them know we're here. Hey, you know what? It's only going to get better from here. Once again, on behalf of everyone, thank you so much for joining us for Season 1, Episode 5, General Gripes. See you next week. <laughs>